Thank you for joining us for this episode of That Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. People like me, I am Michelle Kane of Voice Matters, and I am here as ever with my wonderful co-host, Karen Swim of Solo PR Pro. How are you, Karen? I'm doing great, Michelle. How are you? I'm doing well. Yeah, Good. I can't complain. Can't yeah, complain. Yeah, we are plowing right through November. Oh, you know yeah. it. <laughs> It is hard to believe, but here we are. I keep seeing, you know, all of the holiday promotions coming up and I'm thinking, I think this is more than other years, especially. I don't know why, but I keep thinking, oh, already? Okay, I'll, I'll join you eventually. Relax. Well, I went to walk on my neighborhood this morning with my sweet, darling baby Belle and people already have Christmas decorations up. And I, and I have to tell you, um, in past years, I've been like, Bah humbug, like it's too <laughs> early. But it, you know, there's only two months left in the year. And, right. and so I thought, yay, it's coming. Because <laughs> Joy is coming. Joy is coming. It's, you know, no. it's, it's not been a bad year, but I think for all of us, it's been it's been a year. And oh, yeah. the last part of it in particular, hearing from different people, you know, and you and I, our own experiences. Yeah. It's just like life through everything at us. Like, oh yeah, okay, catch this ball and catch that one. It's been work. It's been personal. It's been health. It's been friends. It's just, it's been everything. And so if we're celebrating Christmas, that means <laughs> we're about to ring in a new year. <laughs> we, get to, we get to say goodbye. And every year, we, in the recent years, we keep saying, we're like, bye-bye. And we put our great expectations on the new year, but yeah. that's something we can talk about in the coming weeks. But today we're going to talk about the true cost of our technology, yeah. both in time and cost. I mean, you, you know, you onboard a new client or maybe you have an existing client who suddenly has these shiny new tools that they start using and they loop you in and next thing you know, you have yet another subscription to a service, which sidebar, of course, always work that into your pricing. But sometimes, I mean, if you're midstream with somebody, that's not, you can't exactly do the record scratch and go, whoa, hold on. I'm yeah. going to raise my rates, you know, but um, so we're going to talk about the the toll that takes on you, you know, of course, financially, but also, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Not psychically, but psychologically. That's the yes. word I'm looking for. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I, I love that. And I will say with inflation and rising prices, because technology has been the one place where I've noticed price increases the most in my life. I'm not yeah. bothered by food prices or any of the other things that, that people are referencing gas prices. You know, some people are saying that their utility costs have gone up. I really haven't noticed an increase that's, you know, so onerous in those areas for me personally, but when it comes to technology, I've definitely noticed and I'm not okay with it. And it's, it's really making me make some hard choices about letting go of some things because I cannot absorb everyone's price hikes and, right. and the price hikes are pretty hefty. Right. So it's really an interesting time in technology because it, they have this playbook right now where they, they improve your services. They start, you know, to notify you of all these improvements and, you know, all these great features and look at this. And, and then they, you know, it's like, 
try to dazzle you with what they've done. And then they hit you with, we've recently upgraded all of our services. And by the way, your prices are going up 50%. And this has been from cable to cellular networks to all of the tools that we use. And as you know, this is not just solo PR pros that are feeling this heat. We're all feeling this heat, but for solos, it does force you to either have partnerships or to, you know, streamline the tools that you use and find other ways to get things done, to rethink your day-to-day processes, because we cannot pay for all of these things. It's it's right. impossible. No, no, we can't. And it's it's often interesting. I even noticed it with one of the stock photo subscription services that I use. I have to really search to go for the the way that I like to buy my credits. You know, they redesign their page, they do all these things, and I'm like, huh, you too. <laughs> yeah. I you know, I try to take a lot of just generic nature and and pictures so that I have those in my back pocket. Good idea. And I think we can all do that. We're we're all going to have to get creative in the way that we have our workarounds. And we really are going to have to prioritize what do I need to pay for to do my work and what is a nice to have, but I really don't need that anymore. And then there may be things, you know, like stock photos that might be something if you're not using it on a daily basis that we may just have to start modifying our agreements and right. have clients pay for their own photos or right. deliver their own photos and, and take ourselves out of that equation. That's yeah. a great point you make, you know, and that could fall under an um, umbrella item of, you know, these are services that are billable back to you. Absolutely. I mean, we have those now. Right. We typically won't pay for things like wire distribution. Right. We, you know, there are a lot of things that we carve out and say, here are your services, and these are the things that could be billable. And of course, you have these discussions with your clients before you incur an additional billable charge. But right. I think that we are going to have to get a little more assertive about the things that are part of our price structure because there's no way that we can include all all of these things. I agree. Yeah. And it's important what you say. It all comes back to, as we say again and again, the communication, you know, it just becomes a conversation when it comes up and, you know, hopefully you can handle the financial aspect that way. But what really fascinated me was the psychological impact of all of this, right? How it takes up space in your brain. That is, you know, I worked with a company called Rescue Time a few years ago. Shout out to Robbie McDonald, one of the (laughs) best executives ever. We're still friends. And I learned a lot from them about the impact of technology applications on our productivity and ultimately our mental well-being. And so what I learned, because they worked with a lot of experts and they did studies, is that when you have to switch automatically, technology or not, from one task to another, you lose time. It's why all of the time management experts encourage you to chunk, to chunk Mm -hmm. like tasks together because it makes you more productive. Because, for example, if you switch from writing to designing, it's a different focus. So you lose some time in making that switch in your brain. It's why all of the psychologists 
tell you with, with the exception of a very tiny percentage of the population, it might be less than 5% of the population. You cannot multitask. No, no one is able to multitask effectively. So being able to focus on a single thing is definitely more efficient and productive. So when you think about the typical day and what people do, for example, in the rescue time data, they show that people have their email open. 70% of people keep their inbox open all day and only less than 30%, like 29% actually have a deliberate plan for handling email. So if you're in that majority of people, you have your inbox open as a PR professional, you probably have it open because you want to check if journalists have responded to pitches, you're checking open rates, you're looking for messages from clients. Now, you add in something like Slack and Teams and all of the messaging apps that our clients are using, you got to keep your eye on that because people are using that for real-time communication. So now you have all these IM apps that you're also keeping an eye on, but you're also trying to you know, focus and you know, sit down and write a strategic plan for the next quarter or the next right. month. That requires deep thinking work. How are you getting that deep thinking work when you're switching around on all these channels. God forbid that you also manage social because you're keeping an eye on that as well. (laughs) And you're also monitoring news because you need to know what's going on in the competitive landscape and the industry. There's a lot of things that we're doing within a day. So all of that switching is losing you time. But when you keep adding in all this technology, you have your CRM, you have your email system, you have your social media apps, you have your messaging apps, It is a lot that we're asking our brain to do within a day. And what that results in, and this study from 2018, so these are the latest numbers I've had. I have, I'm sure there's more. 40%, 40% of knowledge workers never get 30 minutes of straight focus time a day. We are knowledge workers, PR professionals. That's us. That means that, a good percentage of us is not getting even 30 minutes a day. Right. That impacts our work and impacts our results. There are additional statistics. So some people may get an hour a day, but is an hour of focus time a day enough no. for the no. type of work that we do? No, no, so, it's, it's not. It's, yeah. you know, we need that thinking time and it, you know, me way, and I'm guilty of it. You know, you may think, oh, but I'm serving my clients. I'm, I'm, you know, getting all the deliverables, you know, done, but I'm not doing the strategic thinking that they deserve, that I deserve. And I don't think that everyone understands, except for us, that at the end of the day, you're exhausted. Yes. <laughs> You feel like you've run a marathon and people are like, you just sit at your desk. But so I want to call out that mentally, that, that mental energy that you're expending during the day definitely has an impact on your energy levels. And going into 2023, we have to sort of corral this thing that's running away. We cannot do all of the technology. We cannot be on all of the apps. We are going to have to streamline and do things a little bit differently to preserve our mental energy, to preserve our our mental well-being, and also to do the best work that we can for our clients, which is what we all want to do. Right. 
Yeah, I, I agree. It's it's preserving our mental bandwidth because I, you know, I see it impact flow into my life and, you know, just in little ways of, oh, gosh, I really maybe should have sent that person a, a, an encouragement card or something. And it's just some days you, you literally do not have that left in the tank, which, you know, it's not the end of the world, but little stuff like that piles up. The things that light you up inside and make yeah. the work worthwhile is, oh, right. And I have time to be thoughtful to this person or I have the, the mental energy and, it, and it's, sometimes it can take a while before you see the pattern of that. Right. And I, you just hit on something really important because since the pandemic, I think that we have all become aware of the amount of loss that we have all experienced in some way, yes. whether it's been friends or colleagues or, you know, our own family members and life doesn't wait for us to get less busy. And I think everyone can relate to having that regret of not reaching out or not having a conversation or not stopping to have a silly moment and then having that opportunity be gone forever. That is a sobering thought. Mm -hmm. And we feel that in the moment and we mourn that, but then we go back to our busyness and our life and it's, you know, we can't keep up with people. But what you said you know, having the time to stop and call someone or send someone an encouraging note not only helps that person, but it's energizing to you. Oh, it is. We yes. have to make time for those things that energize us. I, I recently lost a really dear friend and one of our solo PR Pro members, I don't want to say her name publicly because I'm not sure it's okay, actually picked up the phone and called me. Oh. And it was so meaningful to me. She just took the time out of her day. And I, I don't always do that. I might send a text, but I want to, but I'm just like everybody else. Sometimes you just are, sometimes I don't even know that things are going on because I'm not looking up because I feel like I don't have time. Yeah. And I think it's something for us to remember because many of us literally work solo in an office all day. And while Part of me is glad I don't have to do the, how was your weekend, small talk. <laughs> but, but I think that has its place in your mental health. Yes. To take those breaks, to chat about something, you know, maybe chat about something silly for 10 minutes or, you know, gain someone's perspective, even on how they decide what to have for lunch. I mean, it can be something that, that doesn't mean a thing or you know, like our fellow solo pro did with you, do something meaningful. I think it's so easy for us, and I could just be speaking for myself, to slip into the, okay, I'm going to do this, and I'll do that. Okay, this is these are the things I want to meet today. And all right, well, I have to walk the dogs. And oh, yeah, do a little bit of dinner prep, whatever. But these are the things I must do. And, and do you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because over time, you may then wonder, why am I so drained? Oh, right. I didn't have a giggle today. I didn't. I think that's probably the one thing I miss the most. And I know one of my former, one of my, well, no, I can't say that. I would say both of my most meaningful stops in being an employee, we had plenty of giggles. <laughs> yeah. And that was more important than I think we even realized or valued at the time. I agree. So. And, and you know, we actually have some solutions for some of these things. Yes. So we've said this before in different ways, but 
one way to, so here's something that you can do to combat the technological bloat. Mm -hmm. Take some time before the end of the year and look at what's necessary and what's nice to have and eliminate the nice to have stuff so that you can focus, you can focus your finances and you can focus your mental energy. Yeah. Have your own tech stack. So decide on this is my tech stack. If your Mm. tech stack is a particular CRM system, plus, you know, whatever you use to share and collaborate on, on files and maybe, you know, your media monitoring system and, you know, your messaging system and your messaging system may be, you know what? I need everything in email. Have your tech stack as a company. Share that tech stack as part of your onboarding with clients and just don't veer from it. Say Here's the tech stack that we use. These are the tools that we use across clients so that we are the most efficient because if we're having to check too many different messaging systems or do these other things, let clients know right up front, here's what we do, here's our tech stack. I always in my onboarding agreements and then in my welcome packet, I let people know the hours that we're available, what we use for messaging, how they can get a hold of us when it's urgent, and then even how often we check email. So if you set your own parameters, we have got to stop bending to do everything that a client wants us to do. Otherwise, you will find yourself on every single app that's out there because your clients are going to use different platforms. So decide on your tech stack. That's one way to, again, cut down your expenses and preserve your time and then get really good about talking to clients about your company's policies and what you what you use and do. This is really important because realize that you're a company and they're a company. They're a company that doesn't add stuff just because you want them to. They have their tech stack and you have your tech stack. So you just need to communicate that so that you all find the that place where you all meet. And again, if you don't do messaging apps, I've had, you know, I push back on people in the past like, yeah, we don't do that. Right. It's okay. Yeah. They will find a way to communicate with you, but you have to be open and honest about that and and just stand firm on the reasons why. Hey, listen, the reason that we don't do that is because we have a range of clients who all use different things and we can't possibly right. monitor and be on all of these different applications and still remain efficient. Right. So we figured out a way to get the job done that works for all of our clients so that we spend our time on what we need to do and that's getting you results. Yeah. And by doing that, you know, you are, like you said, you're further establishing because whether it's in our heads or we've come up against this, you know, in real time with someone, it establishes you as a company. Just because you may be one person or a smaller micro agency doesn't mean you are any less a company. I always give people this pep talk. I'm like, I sign the same corporate tax return that you do. So we are, we may not be the same, but we are in the eyes. Absolutely. And this is part of growing into your role as the owner of a company, the founder of a business CEO, you have to establish your own procedures and policies and you have to stick by them. And Mm -hmm. that's going to make your life a lot easier. I would also say a second way that you could save time and money is by spending money to have help. It's so hard for solos to 
make that first leap. It really mm-hmm. is. We hold on <laughs> to stuff. We we will, you know, sit there and we will slug our way through a technical issue that we're not really expert enough to deal with for four hours. We can lose an entire day to tech issues rather than tagging in with a local tech mm-hmm. support person and having them do it. We will do all of these things. We will you know, put together all of the reports and spend all of this time in tools. And it's not really important to our job to be experts of the tools. No. Our job is to be experts of the strategy and to yeah. give the counsel. But the task, some of that stuff can be outsourced to other people. So yeah. I would say stop being afraid of spending money because it's going to free up more time. And when you have more bandwidth, you will find that your revenue will grow because now you're able to really think about what you're doing. That's one of the biggest things that I found from spending money is that I get my mind back. I'm not over here trying to do the stuff that I could have an admin do And I'm thinking, and then when I'm thinking, I have ideas and I'm able to implement those ideas and I'm able to think about growth and I'm able to think about the business and how it's running and make changes. And when I'm doing all the things, I can't do any of that. And I'm going to tell you, I am still guilty of this sometimes. So I have to like whip my own self into shape sometimes. And sometimes I'm shorthanded and I don't have somebody to do the things and I have to do the things. And that takes away from me doing the bigger things. So yeah, completely. And and we I know we've talked about this and and I I'm right there with you. Not so much about things that I know that I have no clue about, but if if anyone needs any help in that direction, think of it as um, you know, a networking or marketing tool for yourself. You know, if you need some IT help, oh, suddenly they'll learn that you're a company and that you have a business that maybe they can use. If that that helps you get over that mental hump to not stare at your, you know, yeah. computer screen for four hours thinking, no, 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 I know at one point I knew how to do this. Come on, we can figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I there is a business owner that I interviewed for a client case study and I loved her very methodical process. So when she sits down and maps out client work, she reserves a certain amount of hours for her to do very specific things for the client that are her favorite things to do. It's the things that she enjoys. I love so for that. the work that she really loves, so she'll she'll plug in like 30 hours for me. And these are the things that I'm gonna do. And then the rest of it goes to her team. And I thought that's very smart and wise because she's spending her time in a way that serves the client, but that also brings her joy. She's not sitting there going, I've got to be the one to put together the coverage reports. I must do this agenda. I must schedule all of my meetings. I must figure out all of my technical support because I'm a solo and I'm supposed to do all of these things. Why are we all trying to be experts in spreadsheets and charts and graphs and design and you're designing all the social media. Yeah. Well, you know, you don't have to do that. And it's so inexpensive in the long term to not do all the things. I mean, yeah, I think a little bit of it is because you have to be, I was going to say type A, but yeah, there is a little bit of control freak in there too, to, to strike out as, you know, to strike out on your own. You have to have that element. I know, uh, I don't know, one of, one of my committees in, in 
I forget what group I was involved in, but it was funny. We were all just kind of like trying to get something done and and, and we just laughed at ourselves. We're like, look at us. We're a bunch of type A's in this room trying to to delegate miserably. (laughs) Up to the moment example of what trying to be the master of everything can do. You could be Twitter. You could. You could. You could. Yeah. That is the dark side of you think you know better than everybody else in the room and, and you are a control freak. So now you're going to take control and you're running the ding on company all by yourself. Yeah. And you're about to crash into an iceberg. Yeah. Yeah. How's that working? It's not, it's not. And, and the sad thing is we're all watching this happen in real time and Take some lessons from that. I mean, we can learn from, (laughs) you know, we are, you know, if you want to look at startup companies and, you know, in the tech arena, startup companies and founders, at some point, the founder really does have to divorce themselves from all of the task or the business will not survive. And so we've got to start thinking a little bit differently. Even if you choose that, you know what, I really do want to be a solo agency. There is nothing wrong with that, but you still have to think bigger about your business and think about what that means to your legacy. We, yeah. we all want to leave a legacy. I hope we all do. We all want an exit plan. We don't want to work until we die doing exactly the same thing. I think, right. you know, I, want to work for a really long time because I don't want to not do anything, but I want to change the way that I engage with work. And, and I'm sure all of you do too. How are you setting yourself up? So if you, if you feel like you, I don't need to make those decisions because it's just me, you do because you need to care for yourself as well. And you need to think beyond today and thinking beyond today means taking care of your business and allowing your business to run without you having to participate 100% in all of the things. Right. Because that's a surefire way to not set up something that can stand without you. That's true. That's true. And I think that is a great note to wrap this up on. Just leave us all with that bit of inspiration and that challenge. It's good to have a challenge. And a case in point right here, you're listening to us. This is your this is your mental break for the day. This is your, you know, moment of hopefully some giggles and hopefully some things to think about and say, yeah, you know what? I never really thought about it that way or yeah, I've been I've been leaning in that direction and I really need to take another step. So, we thank you for your time today with us on that solo life and we'll see you next time. <laughs>